0: You're listening to the Self-Made is a Myth. Make a Difference Together Show with your host, Coach Tim Campsall, where we talk with successful business owners to hear the stories of their journeys in building their successful businesses. And more importantly, we recognize the folks who helped them excel because we know that achieving business success is not something we can do on our own.
1: Passing. Let's uh, let's let's rock and roll here. All right. Hello, everyone. This is Coach Tim Campbell, and I'm excited to have a fellow business owner from Indiana with us today. My guest is an extreme baseball fan, and we'll have him share a little bit more about that here in a minute. In his downtime, he uh, he buys, manages, and renovates real estate properties. And he's most proud of being in business for 25 years, which is a uh, quite an accomplishment as along with the work that they've created and uh, how that work has contributed to Central Indiana. It's my pleasure to welcome Jarrett to the show today. Hello, Jarrett. How are you doing? I'm awesome. Thanks for asking. So, hey, let's start with having you uh, introduce yourself. Uh, tell us a little bit of your personal story, like where you were born and live and And about your family and and tell us about that uh, baseball passion.
2: Gotcha okay well uh, my name is Jarrett Hagee and uh, I'm the uh, owner of Lodge Design here in Irvington uh, which is uh, just east of downtown uh, uh, downtown Indianapolis for those that uh, don't know the area and we've been here for 25 years so uh, that that is Quite a feat. Time time does fly. Uh it doesn't seem <laughs> like that. Um I'm originally from the uh Modoc area, which is eastern Indiana, about 10 minutes um, west of the Indiana, Ohio line. So uh quintessential rural Indiana. <laughs> so is that uh, in the
1: other time zone?
2: Um no, it's 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 still it's still Eastern, but um, right. <laughs> it, it seems like it could be. You know, uh,
1: you,
2: you seem like you're worlds away from everything uh, there. Um, grew up there, went to Ball State, and uh, got a degree in uh, fine arts. Uh, so uh, after after college, I I started uh, working as a graphic designer and um, kind of was unsure whether I was going to be, wanted to be an illustrator or, or a graphic designer, Um, you know, two different paths, similar, but different. And so I did a little bit of both. I I illustrated a lot. um, And then uh, I started uh, freelancing for a lot of the agencies here in Indianapolis. And I did that for a few years um, thinking that I would freelance and uh, I would uh, go to work for whoever, you know, a, they offered me a job or B, I, I, that I really liked. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, thankfully I, I think most of them, you know, offered me a job at some point in time, but, uh, I just enjoyed, you know, being on my own. I enjoyed the freedom. Um, there were always little things, you know, I thought, well, I would do this different or, you know, I don't really care for, for those policies. So, um, <laughs> yeah. eventually I, I uh, I, I just kept working on my own freelancing. And then, um, you know, due to some, some, uh, good circumstances, uh, I started to get busier and busier, and, uh, took on, um, a couple of business partners and, uh, we started
1: lodge. Yeah. So, fantastic. Awesome. So, uh, tell us about your family and, and, uh, a little bit more about that uh, baseball passion you have. Yeah. So I've got,
2: uh, I've got two kids, um, one granddaughter, uh, she's Two and a half so that's a lot of fun um uh, my, my parents still live out out in eastern indiana in, in hagerstown and um yeah so family is important and, and takes up takes up a lot of a, a lot of your life as it as it should um doing a lot of babysitting and uh it's not really <laughs> babysitting now it's it's more like playing um yeah. <laughs> you
3: know,
2: she comes over to play uh, versus me babysitting now so so that is that is fun um i've uh, uh been uh, an english bulldog uh, I've had English bulldogs for um about fifteen years now okay. so um so I, I I love those and then baseball yeah, baseball's always been a huge part of my life um, I grew up playing um and uh collecting uh baseball you know memorabilia cards you know like most most kids do uh, I just didn't stop.
3: <laughs> um
2: I stopped for a while uh you know you always you always have that period of your life you know college and uh uh get married, have kids and then and and then eventually i i, I can't even remember when it was but i i at some point in time I bought more stuff and i thought oh wow where did where was this at so,
1: I, <laughs> I kept, kept it, so. Jared, yeah. is there a a funny story that your family likes to tell about you that you'd be willing to share with us today? Um,
2: honestly, I, I don't know what that would be. Um, <laughs> pretty, 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 uh, boring, I think in, in that, uh, <laughs> in that regard. um, nothing, uh, nothing crazy. I don't think ever really happened. Um, uh, yeah, I, 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 I tried on that one and I just, I just, can't
1: <laughs> no worry. So, um, tell us, uh, you, you explained a little bit about how the business came about, but. Um, give us some more details. How, you know, at what point did you have the confidence that you could run your own business and, and make that jump?
2: You know, I'd, I'd been freelancing for, uh, uh, as I said, about four years. And so, uh, you know, that basically just means you work for yourself. And so, you know, I had to do my own billing. I, you know, I had to do estimates. Um, I, you know, I, I was, I was comfortable doing all of that. And so uh, I was really able to work into it. You know, uh, it's not like I started a company and had to hire a hundred employees all of a sudden, you know, um, you know, at the time, uh, I started to get work from the finish line, which uh, was headquartered here in Indianapolis and had stores, you know, all over the country. Um, I think when, when we started working with them, they were, I want to say around 250 to 300 stores. And I think when we finished, they were, you know, up around seven or 800, but um you know that just provided a, a just a wealth of, of opportunity and work at the time so um a couple couple friends of mine and 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 guys that I had worked with before um uh they were working for another agency that I had done some freelance work for and um i i kind of uh coerced them into coming over and and uh and working with me. And from that, we, we were able, you know, when you've got a, when you've got a pile of work sitting there, then there, there was kind of, there was no, no choices to be made. It was just, Hey, uh, uh, let's do this. And so we, uh, you know, after after many all nighters and weekends and things like that, we, we uh, just took the plunge and, and started. And um, really that was, like I said, that was, that was, it was a fairly easy way to start a business because, you know, I'd already been doing it. It it was no different. It was just, you know, maybe times 10, you know, just more work. um, And, and yeah, a lot of that with business, I think you just figure it out as you go. You, uh, uh, I knew early on, you know, to, to get, I needed an accountant and I needed an attorney and, you know, get those important professionals. And so we've always, we've always had that, um, you know, I've always, uh, farmed out payroll and things like that because I'm not really all that interested in the day-to-day business stuff yeah. although I, I will say over the years I've become to like it more um, I think I enjoy it more now now 25 years ago all I wanted to do was you know create design sure. you know draw. Um so so uh, I'm, I'm much more uh, adept at, at it now than, than I was but uh, back then it was like how can I get other people to to do the bookkeeping and things right. like that. And you know, fortunately there's 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 other people to do that and they're they're that's what they do and they love it and they're great at it. So, um, you know, my advice is let those people do that. You right? You, you <laughs> do what you're good at.
1: So, tell us a little bit more about the company. Uh tell the name again, what you guys do, how you help people.
2: Yeah, so uh Lodge Design, L O D G E and um we started in uh the Irvington old Masonic Lodge Building, and okay. that was that factored in, but it wasn't the the uh, sole meaning of the name. Uh, we liked the idea that uh, Lodge um, was an action. It meant uh, you know, we could lodge ideas into people's heads. Wow. Um, you know, this business is really about selling things. You're always selling something. you're always selling yourself, a product, a company, an organization, an activity. Um, and so that's what we did. You know, uh, tennis shoes, whatever it was, we were selling it to somebody. So, you know, we we liked Lodge. Um, uh, I just, you know, when we started, we said we have to have a name. I, I was very big on a name. I, I did yeah. not want, you know, our name. I didn't want to sound like a law firm. Yeah. Um, not that there's anything wrong with that, but w- we didn't want to put our names on the door. Mm-hmm. And so. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was there. There was going to be a name. We had to have one. So Lodge, Lodge was it.
1: <laughs> Fantastic. And and more specifically, how do you help people? What, what is it that you do to make a difference for others?
2: So we're, we're a marketing company, um, which, you know, I, I would say really we're more of a, a design firm. Um, you know, we design logos and posters and billboards and uh, websites Um really any, any part of the creative process is, is what we do. Um, now with that comes advertising, I said marketing, um, social media, there's, there's a lot of different angles. Uh, really the only thing we don't do is PR. Um, you know, we, we're not a, uh, we don't do public relations at all. Um, but, uh, we work with, with other people that, that do do that, uh, when, when it's needed for our, our clients, but, um, you know, mostly we're we're writing things, we're designing things. We're, you know, we're coming up with what you see, you know, on TV, here on the radio, see on the billboard, um, things like that.
1: Fantastic. So for everyone listening, make sure to check out Lodge Design in the link in the description uh, and uh, comment on their LinkedIn profile. Let, uh, let Jared know that you watched his interview. Absolutely. Hey, Jared, share a story of where someone pushed you or inspired you that you could do it even though maybe you didn't think that you could and the impact that person had on you?
2: So I think, you know, for me, uh, it was, it was my father. Um, you know, he, he was a factory worker and, uh, I I always knew that, 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 that wasn't what he, uh, you know, set out in life to be. Um, but it's, it's, you know, where he ended up and, and, and what he did. And, and, uh, he just always told me, you know, um, Hey, you don't want to work in a factory. Trust me. Um, you, (laughs) you, you want to go do what you want to do. And I think, you know, by that, he definitely didn't mean that there was anything wrong with, with working in a factory, but that he knew that that wasn't his passion. And he knew that, that, that if I didn't do my passion, I wouldn't be happy either. And so, um you know he he just always said do whatever you want to do you know do do what makes you happy do do what you have a passion for and so you know like i said early on you know drawing and painting was that passion for me art and so uh, i really never uh you know people always say well you know when did you know what you wanted to do and it's like i i just always assumed this is what i do because that's always what I did. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I just, just kept going down that path and and I knew that, uh, if I really loved it and enjoyed it, then, mm-hmm. you know, if, if that's what you do as your, as your profession, as your job, well, you, you must, you, you must be doing something right. So that was always my path. So, um, that's, I think that's all, all I needed. I mean, you know, the, the business stuff, like I said, just it comes and you get help where you need it mm-hmm. and uh, figure out the rest. Um, you know, there's, there's always little things. Even now there's, there's things, I mean, I, I don't fully understand everything that goes with taxes and all that, but (laughs) as long as you have someone you can call and ask, then uh, it all works out.
1: I really like your dad's advice because, you know, especially owning a business, right? Like you just alluded to, there's lots of stuff that can be complicated or, or confusing. And we, we do need to rely on the experts, but if we have a passion for what we're doing, then that's going to carry us through the, you know, the challenges and the ups and downs of the business. So that's awesome that your uh, dad planted that seed in your mind uh, early on. Yeah, I think
2: it's, it's just, it's important. uh, And not everybody gets to do it. And I I fully understand that. And, uh, you know, I know, I know, I'm, I'm blessed um, to be able to, and so, uh, you know, I've always been, Grateful for that, and and always grateful for that advice, and and to uh, you know that that I could, uh, I knew early on I could do I could do whatever I you know set out to
1: do and wanted to do. Jared, what's the biggest learning that you've had as a business owner?
2: You know, I think um, having employees, you know, it's uh, um it's a, it's it's probably one of the best parts of owning a business. I mean, you really really do feel responsible for people and, and, um, I, I enjoy that, but at the same time, it can be, it can be a difficult part managing, you know, personalities and, yeah. uh, and uh, you know, just, just different people that come together, you know, and we have a, uh, like goal, um, you know, we're always, um, one of the nice things about this business is we're always working on something different. So mm-hmm. it's, it's never the same. You're, you're working on different campaigns for different clients, you know, mm-hmm. different organizations that yeah, makes it a ton of fun. But, you know, with that, um, you know, you are dealing with, with people that have different ideas and I mean that's our business to have ideas, but you know, you've got to, you got to wrangle those ideas and bring them together. <laughs> and and uh, that can be, that can be challenging sometimes. Mm-hmm yeah but I we we're very fortunate. We've got a great group. Um, I mean, and everybody that's that's here has been here for for quite a few years. And so we've got an established group that is really, you know, like an all-star team. So yeah, uh, very good.
1: I can imagine um, you know that to be good at what you do, you have to fully believe in your ideas. So then if you've got different people on the team with different ideas that they believe in it, it can be a process to to get to the what's the one or two that we're going to pitch to the client.
2: Oh yeah, yeah. Because you know, really, there's there's never just one idea. You know, there's never one right answer. Um, and I always say, you know, but you just need one. You know, we don't we don't need we don't need thirty. You know, right. uh, we just need one. Um, and so yeah, getting to that is 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 the challenge sometimes, but it's also the fun part. Um, sure. But, uh, it, it is, yeah, it is fun. The, the variety is really what makes, makes this business interesting.
1: That's awesome. So Jared, we know that business success doesn't happen in isolation. So tell us, uh, one of your biggest challenges during the years and maybe a fellow business owner who helped you to navigate through that.
2: Well, I think th- there's a couple of people. I mean, one, uh, my business partner, Jason Raymer, um, you know, uh, we we've been together now for 25 years. And so, uh, you know, that's, uh, when people say, you know, partners, it's like a marriage. I mean, it's, it's just like that, you know, you're, you're with that person a lot and, and you you really got to be on the same page and in the same direction. And, uh, I think, uh, that that's really made this, uh, doable by having someone that's that's like-minded and, and, uh, you know, has the same goals as you and, and, um, but also has a different skill set. I mean, he's a writer; I'm a designer. So, you know, we we bring different things to the table, and and sure. uh, uh, that really makes it makes it work well. Um, you know, early on, like I said, I worked for a lot of different people in in Indianapolis, and I, there's too many names to mention. Um, but you know, there's there was just so many great companies. Um, you know, Young and Laramore, Miller Brooks, Dean Johnson. Um, you know, Scott Johnson was a big influence, um, uh, just, just seeing these people who were doing exactly what I wanted to do mm. and kind of getting a roadmap for, for how to do that, um, was, you know, really valuable, um, to, to be around those people and, and to, and to get a chance to see that. And, you know, I, I picked up things from, from a lot of people and it really helped, you know, in those early years, uh, especially.
1: Yeah. Is there a challenge that comes to mind that uh, you had to face, um, where one of those people helped you to to think through that or 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 work through that? Anything that comes to mind that that uh, that listeners would appreciate hearing? That hey, you know, I, we have that challenge too.
2: You know, I I mean I I can't think of anything specific, but I know um, sometimes when when I did have when, the, when there were uh, uh, maybe employee or staffing uh, issues. Um, you know, I would call, uh, Scott Johnson, um, because, you know, he had, he had run a a design firm for, you know, 15 years, you know, before me and, and, uh, he had had lots more employees and, um, he, he was always a really great sounding board because I could say, Hey, uh, you know, here's my issue. And he would come up with, Oh yeah, I've had that, you know, uh, uh, you know many times over and so it always helped to just hear it's, it's like anything in life you, you'd you like to know that there's other people that have, have had that problem sure. solved it what they did and, yes. and there's never there's never just one answer but it's always good to get 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 someone else's uh, viewpoint and and so uh, um, I think that's that's good in, in probably business or life um, you know everybody needs that uh, sounding board from someone
1: Absolutely. I've heard uh in the past that people might be reluctant to reach out to others in their industry and, and do exactly what you just shared. So um have you ever what what advice would you have peop- for people who are like, hey, I don't know, I don't want to bother somebody else. They're uh, busy to you know, I didn't mention
2: this, but when 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 I s when I didn't know when I was trying to decide whether to be an illustrator or a designer, um I didn't really know any better, so I just started reaching out to illustrators that were. I mean, some of them were were really well known, um, and um, I remember I remember driving to Cincinnati to meet with with an illustrator, um, Chris Payne, and uh, he was just like, "Yeah, come come down. We'll we'll sit in the studio, and you know, because I didn't really know, you know, uh, college it." it school teaches you a lot, but boy, it, it, it leaves out about 90% of what you need in life. Uh, and so, um, uh, I didn't know what it took to be an illustrator. I didn't know what the process was. I, you know, I, I, there were so many things. And so there were a lot of people that, that sat down with me on multiple occasions. Um, Rob Day here in Indianapolis, really well-known illustrator. Um, we met, you know, uh, lots of times and, and got to be, you know, pretty good friends. and. Uh, and you know, I found out that if you just ask people, they're more than willing to to answer questions and and to talk with you. And um, you know, it's a great way to. Otherwise, you're really just stumbling through the dark and, <laughs> right. and finding your way, which is okay. But uh, it's great to to you know talk to people who have done it, lived it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, uh, get get to see get to see that. Uh, you know, experience firsthand. So, yeah, I would say, you know, and, and I've had lots of people, and that's why I try when people reach out. And you know, it, it's tough with with schedules and 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 you know, just the daily grind of of work and and business. But you know, it's it's great to talk with you know younger designers or people that that really. And I think the big thing is just you know be prepared with with what it is you're trying to find out. I mean, if you're gonna if you're going to bother someone, um, then have a have a direct line of questioning and have a real purpose for what you're you're trying to get. And uh, um, yeah, I think most people are more than happy to share um, those things. You know, I mean, that's really why we're here is is to try to 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 share and give some of that experience you know onto somebody else that's uh, yeah. trying to do the same thing, similar things.
1: Well, and it's like what you just uh, you just shared. Of somebody did it for you, so it's almost like you know we, we we have an obligation to pay it forward because somebody paid it forward to us, right? Yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> absolutely, absolutely.
1: Jared, you mentioned a, a number of people. I'm gonna uh, put you on the spot here. If I ask you to pick three folks who uh, who were most impactful in helping you in your business owner journey, that 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 you're most grateful for them being there. Who are those three people and how they help you?
2: Well, I think, you know, uh, as I said, my father, first, first of all, um, you know, and I didn't mention, but he did own his own business for a while, it was okay. a s- small engine repair. Um, you know, I got to see that at a young age. Um, uh, he did it on the side. So, you know, it, it was, it was an evenings weekend thing. Um, you know, I really... I mean, that's where I get my work ethic. I mean, you know, I've never known a person that worked harder in his life. So, so I had that. Um, And then, um, you know, Scott Johnson was a was a business owner and a designer. um, Really laid a lot of groundwork for me. I I really got to see, you know, what uh, um, what that was was like, you know, by somebody that was doing it and had done it at a really high level. Um, So that was good. And then Jason, my business partner, you know, just just being there every day and, and being in this, you know, I think has has been a huge help, you know, because I never, you never have to feel like you're, you're, you're on your own, yeah. you know, you, you've always got, got some backup and there's times when, when, uh, you know, things aren't going so well that you really need, <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> you really need backup. So, yes. so it's good to have.
1: As you think about the next three to five years, what's the biggest challenge that you see that you're going to faced in reaching your goals and who are the types of people that you're going to need to help solve those?
2: Well, those are, those are great questions. Um, You know, this business, uh, it's, it's changed a lot over 25 years. Uh, I think it, it will, you know, will continue to change. So I think, you know, staying up with, with that, uh, the way social media and and the digital uh, Uh side of it has, has changed AI, of course, coming in. I mean, there's things we don't, we really can't foresee, you know, what the next two, three, five years are going to be like uh, in regards to that. So I think that's interesting, um, and and really because we can't foresee that, at least I can't. I don't I don't know who who we're going to need help from yeah. for that. So that's <laughs> that's that's sort of a big question mark. Um, you know, I think for us it's really just it's finding work, finding the work type of work that we want. Mm-hmm. that we that we are good at um you know matching matching those things up uh you know with with companies and organizations that need our services that that you know uh, we're we know that we're a good fit for you know finding those um things i think is is the is the tough part i mean we've got the business down i mean there's there's you know uh, the creative part is is what we do and and there's really no there's no problems with with that. Um, now, uh, say if we got busier or a lot busier, then maybe staffing, you know, uh, would would be uh, would be an issue. It, it's it's not easy to hire people, um, mm-hmm. especially in in our industry because it's a you're always hiring for a, a, a specific skill set or set of skills, and so you know finding finding the best person for that is, is sometimes can be tough. Um, so. Uh, you know, I think that uh, finding work and and finding good uh, good employees, I think, are two two of the challenges moving forward.
1: So you you mentioned um, finding work. So what does that look like in your industry? How how do you you know find new opportunities?
2: Well, we're we've always been a, a word of mouth company, so uh, we don't have there's no salespeople. Um, there's 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 nobody knocking on doors, you know, for us, and so it's it's relationships and people we've worked with before and um uh you know passing our name along and and uh uh, you know the emails come phone rings um you know you you go to a meeting and find about a find out about a new a new potential you know project or, or or uh you know company starting up and um that's that's how we that's how we've always gotten our work and and um you know that uh uh can can be great or or it can be can be a bit daunting sometimes when when the the funnel's not filled
3: (laughs) right Um, yes
2: (laughs) but uh uh you know it's it's it it probably goes back to we we enjoy the creative part so you know the uh going out and and the the hunting and and knocking on doors isn't really isn't really what we like to do so uh probably why we don't do it (laughs)
1: right fair enough (laughs) and and you mentioned you know continuing to find the right people so um one of the things you 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 mentioned earlier that you've had folks who've stayed with you for a long time so that i would suspect that means that you've created a certain type of culture that that everybody feels uh, a part of um just wonder if you if you have any thoughts on on sharing about that
2: well it you know, and that's one of the things I I, I picked up early. Um, you know, working at a lot of of, of uh, other agencies is just that company culture, that environment. You know, um, you know, being a designer or a, a writer or or in the creative field, it's a twenty four hour a day thing. I mean, you don't really turn it off at five o'clock, and so <laughs> you know that that that. Uh, that company culture i think becomes really important because it's 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 not an assembly line you don't just clock in clock out you're you're always doing it so you know giving people the the environment and the tools to be creative you know be comfortable um you know there's there can be a lot of stress in in trying to develop ideas and 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 campaigns and things for people and companies <laughs> and deadlines and so you want to try to create the most comfortable uh, i think environment and setting you can um you know so that so that that doesn't provide any stress and and, that's one thing we've, we've been able to do i think
1: yeah i've i worked on the other side so i was in consumer product goods for a number of years so i i can appreciate because you know we as the client would say all right we need the next big idea by friday please (laughs) yes okay no problem (laughs)
2: can can you guys just do
1: your magic and come up with a a good idea and and be ready to present it on friday
2: (laughs) yeah and it's the crazy thing because sometimes ideas you know that might take 10 minutes or it might take you know two weeks and you really don't know um you just you just dig in and start and um you know along the way you kind of figure out where you're at but uh yeah, it it is it is a process, and and um, you know things come quickly, and sometimes sometimes they don't. Um, <laughs> that's, like I said that's the fun of it,
1: right? Last question here, Jared. Uh, Jim Rohn, uh, awesome uh, business guru, says that we become the average of the five people that we spend the most time with. So, as you think about that quote, what advice would you have for business owners who are trying to do it on their own?
2: Mm-hmm. I think just not being afraid to ask for help, Mm. um, you know, seeking out those, um, those, those people and and partners for information that, that you, that you really need. Um, I think most people have a sense of what they're good at and, Mm. and, you know, leaning on those strengths, but, but finding help in the areas that you're not, you know, um, yeah, it's, we can all, we can try to do it all, but uh, at the end of the day, that's, that's extremely hard and not always with the <laughs> best results. So um, I think just, just, just seeking help and, and, and getting help in, in areas
1: where you need it. Fantastic. Um, Just wrapping up here. It sounds like you've been blessed with some incredible people on your business owner journey. If they were all on the show here today, what would you want to say to them?
2: <laughs> oh, just, just that I appreciate you know their their involvement. Um, you know, gotten to work with a lot of great people. You know, uh, through Lodge, um, but you know, you like you said, you were on the client side. I mean, our clients become really close. I mean, they're they're people we work with every day too, um, and so you you they become like like uh, you know fellow staff members as well. Uh, and I think that's one of the things we always try to, to um, I guess, impress upon new clients or, or people we're talking to is that we we become like an extension of your company. Um, you know, I mean, our goals, you know, become your goals. You know, what what you want to achieve, you know, we're we're gonna work towards that, towards those solutions, and um, you know, those relationships are are awesome too. I mean, you know, uh, I think I mentioned, you know, we're always trying to find new work, but you do want, you do want to work with people that, that are also like-minded and, and you have, you have, you know, similar goals and they understand what we're doing and we understand what they're doing. And, and that becomes really important because, you know, uh, the people you work with just, they make, they, they make your life what it is. I mean, you're, you're, you spend so much time doing this that, you know, why do it if it's a struggle? You You're know?
1: right. <laughs> yeah. Amen to that. It's no, no fun going to work and hanging out with people you don't like, right? Nope,
2: nope. <laughs> nope, spend your time around people you enjoy.
1: Yeah. Jared, it's been a pleasure speaking with you today. Thank you so much for being on the show. Thank you. I really
2: appreciate the time and uh, appreciate you you doing this. I think uh, people get a, get a lot from things like this.
0: Thanks for listening to the Self-Made is a Myth show with your host, Coach Tim Campsall. Please help spread this movement by liking and subscribing to our show and following us on Facebook and LinkedIn or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. To join our movement, go to bemadtogether.com. Okay, folks, that's a wrap. Please pay it forward and be sure to tune in next time to the Self-Made is a Myth podcast.